for example, I've been trying to recruit this kid. <laughs> and well, not kid. He's I a man. Love, I was just gonna say we <laughs> always say this kid. He's like forty. <laughs> <laughs> he's not forty, but um, I won't mention any names. Yeah, yeah. Um, Don't do that. <laughs> but welcome to the Realtor Ish Podcast. I'm your host Juliana Gainsberg. This podcast is all about helping entrepreneurs grow their business through real estate and business development strategies. In each episode, my guests and I will chat about the real when it comes to real estate. If you like what you hear, follow us on your favorite streaming platform. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Juliana Gainsburg. This is Realtor-ish Podcast until I decide that we have a new name for the <laughs> podcast. Um, today is not really going to be business focused, um, but everything that we talk about is kind of part of my life and it should be part of yours as far as daily habits, manifesting, mindset, all the things. So today I have a very special guest, Marissa. Hello. How are you? Doing great. Um, Marissa. It's a friend of mine that I've met through, I guess, actually, I met through networking and business and yeah. all of the things. Um, and she's just amazing. So tell me, Thank give you. the people that don't know who you are a little, like, spiel. So I got involved in real estate back in college. Okay. Um, I went to school, actually, for fashion. So um, kind of took a turn, uh, but I worked for my landlord for four years and when I was in college and, um, he started with probably about 20 properties. By the time I graduated, he had had around 80. Um, I managed his finances. He let me sit on his mortgage deals and stuff like that. Um, so I was really able to see like the back end of the process, property management. Um, he owned the contracting company that did all the work for his properties. So, he was kind of like an all-in-one shop, yeah. um, and I definitely gained a lot of experience. But once I graduated, I went into fashion. I worked for URBN um, for about two years. I worked for Free People and Urban Outfitters. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it was cool. It was definitely a cool environment. Um, over at the Navy Yard, they have like 10 buildings, yeah. and um, it's definitely like a very laid-back work environment. I mean, people are wearing crop tops and, you know— hats to work yeah. and whatever. Um, but it was a bit of like a high school environment. Yeah. So um, it wasn't really the environment that got me out of it. It was more so the pay when I started talking to like higher ups and stuff like that. And, you know, being able to make my own money and provide for a family myself without having to rely on anyone has always been something that was like really instilled in me. So when I started really digging into that, I realized that it just wasn't feasible for me to be able to grow to where I wanted to be there. And um, my dad had just sold a text message marketing company at the time. He had it for about seven years. Um, I helped him a little bit with that, but he had just sold it with his partner. And he was like, I think we want to get into the mortgage industry, um, but we would need somebody to like run shop for us because yeah. they both had full-time jobs. So he pretty much asked if I would quit my job and help him start this mortgage company. This was in the summer of 2019, pre-COVID. And, and so, that's when I got into real estate as well. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I uh, quit my job the next day, started studying for my exam. And uh, in July of 2019 is when I got licensed. Um, but like even prior, I was doing all the networking as if I was already a loan officer, just really trying to build a name for the company and for myself. Um, and yeah, so I got licensed and really just hit the ground running. Networking was like my biggest thing, you know, in order to get business, especially in this industry. So just went to all the events that I could, started really utilizing social media, um, reaching out to people, asking them to go to lunches and dinners and whatnot, and kind of built my business that way. Um, but then COVID hit, and we really only had probably about seven months in. Yeah. So we didn't have like a pipeline to capitalize on the refinances. So I ended up getting out of the industry for about eight months. I worked in finance for one of my friends who owned an auto body shop. Um, and that took a very bad turn. Um, it, it is hard working for friends. Um, yeah, but he was not in a sure. good mental state. <clears throat> and it was starting to affect me drastically. Um, and so I had to leave there. And I got a recruiter. And she ended up getting me an interview with Trident. Okay. Um, and Which is not anymore, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah, because that uh, was like... 
Trident was like the Berkshire Hathaway, like yes. Together, yeah. So okay. I was supposed to do like processing okay. for them. Um, but I had a contact over at Core, Brian McGodery, who I reached out to. Shut up, Brian. <laughs> Literally. Um, but I reached out to him and I was like, listen, Brian, I'm getting this offer from this other company, but I would much rather work for Core and with you. Yeah. So he wanted me to dive into business development with him. And at the time, I was really trying to focus on personal training and thought that I would just have this nine to five and be able to build my personal training and outside of that. And when did you, were, were you always doing the personal training thing? Because we'll talk about that too. But when um, did that come in from when you left That fashion? was kind of like the prior year. Like when I made the transition, once I was working at the shop was when I really started like digging into personal training. Yeah. Um, I had trained with a personal trainer like years prior to that. And yeah. so, I mean, now at this point, I'm probably about like seven years or so into yeah. like training, you know, hardcore. Um, but yeah, so I reached out to Brian and he wanted me to be in business development. And I was like, nope, just want a processing job. I want to sit behind a desk, this and that. When I first Can got you in, imagine like your no. mindset now and so saying crazy. that you just want to sit behind, no shame to anyone that enjoys sitting behind right. a desk, but me knowing you like. Yeah, it's wild. Can you like, just think about that. You literally straight up said to him, I just want to sit behind a desk. Yeah. I know it's, it is crazy to think about because I'm such a different person now, yeah. you know, and at that, at that time, I really thought that like the nine to five sitting behind the desk was just gonna like pay my bills while I built this other business, right. you know, um, but nothing ever works out that way sometimes, you know, so pretty much, um, he, he was like, you know, I really think that you need to dive into business development. Like you're great with people. Yeah. I just, when I first got in the industry, I was dealing with a lot of men, you know, wanting to, oh, well, what are you going to, what are you going to offer to me? And I'm just like, my foot up your ass. <laughs> you, know? you are allowed to curse on yeah. this podcast in case you wanted to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, I'm sure like I have my own experiences with that too, but I'm sure that there's like anybody in, yeah. in and around our industry that is Deals a woman. Yeah. Especially I was 23 at the time. I yeah. had no prior experience. So a lot of these people were just not really taking me seriously. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, I ended up getting the job at Cora as a processor. Um, and I ended up getting Brendan the job in business development instead. And I don't know what – I don't know where we are at in podcasts of, like, what episode that is, but – Marissa's brother, Brendan, was just on, and you'll probably see that before you see this, but um, we talked about how, I don't know how much we talked on the episode that I like, remember, but I know that business development, like, it's a lot of just, like, networking and, like, socializing and meeting people, so from, like, a female side of that, um, it's, like, hard to, like, get people to be, like, serious when yeah. they're, like, in maybe, like, happy hour, like, bar settings, or, like, right. we met at center city sips yeah and like that was not a business setting <laughs> yeah. even though we tried to all be like yeah like it's a networking right. thing realtors and yeah. blah blah but like obviously like good relationships have come from it I mean like I use core and like oh, of course you and everybody else but um yeah it's hard to like draw that line it's hard to break the barrier and like you now where I am like I know the things that I need to say and how I need to approach certain things in yeah. order to have them take me seriously um, and it also comes with like now I've been in the industry for like three years, yeah. you know, so um, it was a little bit of both. But it was funny because after Brennan got that job, I started taking a step back and being like, wow, why did I just give that up? You know, because he was <laughs> golfing four days a week Sibling, and going yeah. out, FOMO. you know, literally. Yeah. Um, but he's great at his job, yeah. you know, and I knew that he would be. Um, and I kind of didn't really know where I wanted to go at that point. I was really in this like discovery phase. Yeah. Um, so I worked at CORE for about eight or nine months. And then my now boss, Dana Ganaris, um, reached out to me. Great guy. One, he is. Met him a few weeks ago. I thought he was really nice. He's so sweet. Um, but one of my realtors, Bart Middleman, um, he was like the first realtor when I got into the industry that like took me seriously and like went with me full fledged with everything that he did. Um, and he had recommended me to Dana. Yeah. Dana was like, you know, we just started a branch of NFM lending, um, over in Medford Lakes and, they were looking to recruit some LOs. So he reached out to me and I remember having a conversation with him and being like, he just seemed super genuine. Yeah. 
So the following week I met him in person and he pretty much sold me right then and there, um, just on, you know, what they had to offer. He was pretty much like giving me a position that wasn't even there, like as a loan officer, but you know, I was in a position where I was like, I need to have a salary. I can't sign on hundred percent commission. I don't have a book of business. I need to, you know, build that again. Um, and he put enough trust in me to do that. And, you know, I was put on salary plus commission and then I was on a draw for the second six months and, uh, September was my one year. Yeah. But yeah, it was, um, crazy because where I am now, like I believe wholeheartedly I manifested. Yeah. Like not a doubt in my mind. Okay. But wait, so before you were in like the, this industry, these, this circle of people, were you always like, let's go back to like fashion or like yeah. college or, you know, coming out of high school. Were you the always like manifest type? No. Because no. I absolutely was not. Not at all. I was like n- super negative. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, I wouldn't I say was really bad. <laughs> no, like, and, and not even, not that I was super negative, but I did not have the exposure to other like just like exercises and ways yeah. ways of thinking before I was in real estate. Yeah. And no. like, I'm not saying that like, oh, get into real estate and like, you'll have a better mindset. That's actually probably the opposite. Right. However, the people that I met entering in that career, like change in my life, like exposed me to manifesting and like yeah. meditating and positive thinking and changing the way that your self-talk is and like yeah. affirmations and that stuff. So I'm always like curious to see like, when that clicked for you. And also like meeting someone from like Dana, I feel like you meet people and it's like a, it's like a light switch. Like, Oh, oh yeah. this is what this looks like. Yes. This person gets it. Yep. We match. It doesn't matter. Like we're going to make money. We're going to be successful yeah. doing something. Cause we just like connect. Yeah. No, I totally believe that you are who you surround yourself with, Yeah, you know? Um, and not that I ever surrounded myself with bad people. And I would like to think that I've always been a positive person, like not really a negative Nancy, always kind of trying to find like the silver linings and things. Um, but as far as like the practices that I do now, the meditation, the manifestation, the journaling, like all those things really came about through one of my like now best friends who I met like a year ago. And is that? Mara, the girl who owns this brand. Okay, let's just talk about this real yeah. quick. So <laughs> tell me what you, you, I was texting you earlier about what you were wearing and yeah. you said, what do people say about this hoodie? So when you look at it, yeah, it's backwards. Right. When I look in the mirror, yeah, it says I can be, do, or have anything. Okay. Because other people's perceptions don't matter to me. I love it. Like it matters what I see when I look in the mirror. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. <laughs> what like, do you say to people when they don't know how to read it? <laughs> fuck around and find out. <laughs> I love that so much. When you, when you said that to me, I was like, this is perfect. Literally. No, I love that. And so she's like a, would you consider her like small business? She's a small business. Yep. Um, she had like, she designs clothing, um, you know, and I think her brand is really what like connected our friendship yeah um one of our other friends had like introduced us and then I saw that she had a brand and like when I worked at Urban I did like product development and sourcing and stuff like that so I was working with the design teams and you know finding fabrics negotiating costing and stuff like that so like fashion has always been like a passion of mine and so I really connected with her on that and then when I like met with her like outside of that it was just a literal whole new world for me like And now, like, I'm trying to push her into, like, mindset coaching and stuff. And I, like, help her with her brand. She always calls me her CFO um, (laughs) because she never looks at her finances. But um, (laughs) she is literally, like, the best person ever. And she is just, the like, the biggest ray of sunshine, like, always putting out positivity. And she really taught me to, like, see a new me, you know, like. And that's part of it, like, surrounding yourself with people like that because – I definitely don't think like no shade to anybody that I was friends with in high school, but I just don't think that we collectively had a positive outlook on life or like just what the future holds. I mean, I was always optimistic on being successful no matter what I was doing. Like I was always a hard worker. Yeah. However, when I was like in community college for the brief second, (laughs) um, 
I was like smoking a lot of weed. I like hated going to class. I didn't know what I was going to do with my major. Like I was just like, I know that I, like I was, and I was working full time. I was a waitress while I was in high school. I mean, in college. Um, But my just like perspective and outlook was like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know like what I'm going to do with this. What's the point? And that just is like a compound effect of like negativity. And so as soon as I removed myself from that, found real estate. Yeah worked my way out of the restaurant like the restaurant was industry was so such a negative like I've I've been there everyone hates their life like everyone runs around like a chicken every night and then you're like I hate this but then you go and do it again and again and again again it's the same thing and so like I think that for me too was just putting yourself in different rooms and meeting people like that yeah because you're like now kind of like manifesting it even when you don't even know it to like be with like-minded individuals who build you up and like are on the same path. And even if you have a different goal, you're still like goal oriented and all kind of like yeah. running towards the same thing, a even if it means percent. something different. So that's awesome. I love, I think what's the, what's the shop called? It's called Fairy Garden. Yeah. Fairy I Garden follow mindset. because of stuff that you shared. Actually, yeah. this, this is the good vibe. Um, I have to look it up real quick, but this is my friend Savannah. She also does she also has a clothing line. Love that. So that's like coincidence yeah. that we were both wearing it. I put this on because our whole thing was supposed to be like mindset and stuff yeah. today. So that's what I was thinking. But the back of this hoodie, I can't get up and show you guys, but it says, may the good vibe be your tour guide. Oh, I love that. And she came out with this. I think it was like a year or two ago she started doing this, but it's like a little cropped zip up. So cute. But like, I love that. We're just yeah. supporting the girlies, supporting the small businesses. Have to. seriously. Um, so... Personal trainer, are you still doing that? So when I came back to mortgage full time, I only kept one client on. Technically, I'm I like I'm not even actually certified. Right. I like was in the midst of it and then I had the whole change from the shop to core. Mm-hmm. And like I never just ended up taking my test, but like I had clients who like were aware that I didn't have my certification, but yeah. you know, um they were just like most of it again was network. Yeah. Um so only one client I kept because she would do 5.30 in the morning. Okay. Well, let's just transition into that. What time do you get up every morning? 5 a.m. On the weekends? Um, No, but like when I wake up at 5 a.m. during the week consistently, yeah. I typically am up by like 7. Okay. Um, And so do you, you do the gym every morning? Gym every morning. Um. On the mornings that I train with her and now like with PT, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll do nights, but like – the energy in the gym is PT. just different at night. Yeah. I just, I, you know, it's not my crowd. So I do definitely That's, prefer mornings. And again, I think every- What's your gym brand? Like what's the- Crunch. Okay. But I go to Fusion in Philly every now and again. Oh, yeah. Um, I like really started at Edge. Like Edge was my home for years. Yeah. Um, but once COVID hit, it just got way too crowded. And like if I have to wait more than like 10 minutes for a squat rack, it ain't for me. I think it's so funny that like the gym people, like your level of gym people have like multiple memberships and like, oh, well, sometimes I go here. And like yeah. I know people at this. Side. It's like a yeah. whole like thing. It's so funny to me. I used to be LA Fitness for the longest time when I lived in the suburbs. Okay. And then I have always randomly had Planet Fitness like $10 a month accounts yeah. because like why not? Whatever. Right. Um, but the gyms in the city are so expensive I that know. I just recently, like in the past the past six months, I've just been using my Planet Fitness one because like I don't do like I do cardio and some like light lifting. Like yeah, I'm not yeah. doing all the things that like you need. There's like certain machines that like I'm they're not gonna have there that like right. you would need. But um there was something I was just gonna say about going to the gym. Oh, I go at like nine thirty at night. I never have a problem and there's like no one there. But do I you ever think- have a problem with sleeping though. Because no. like for me, like like endorphins are my thing. Yeah. <laughs> like when I the energy that I get from the gym is literally 10 times more than somebody's cup of coffee. Yeah. You know? So for me, I rather that morning because now I'm actually utilizing the energy that I'm getting from the gym rather than having to like force my body into sleep yeah. after the gym. I think so there's two things. One, I don't drink coffee like okay. in the morning or ever. I'm not like a coffee drinker. I don't if I drink it, it's because I'm like getting Starbucks or something because I like just want like a it's like a snack a to me you thing, know like yeah. it's like not a thing I don't ever use it for to be like Neither do I. caffeinated yeah so like 
when people say like, how do you get up in the morning? Like, and you don't drink coffee. It's like not a thing for me. And I think it's like the same thing with the gym at night. Like I come home and take a shower and pass out. Right. Like I don't, it doesn't wake me up. Doesn't affect you like that. Yeah. So I think that's why it's okay. But what I was saying though, is that my gym is not to throw shame on Planet Fitness, but like, it's not like the like higher up, like the people that are hardcore gym don't go there. So like, I feel like maybe that's why there's not people there at 930 at night versus like if you're at a crunch or a fusion or like a oh yeah more private gym. gym. Like when I go at night, I typically will go around like eight o'clock, maybe 830. Yeah. And it's packed. Yeah. Packed. I hate it. I can't stand a packed gym. Although like I love that for you guys, but just not for me. Right. Recently, I've gone like really late. Like when the, when Tampa, uh, Bay Lightning was in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I was like watching the game at like while I was on the treadmill. And I was there like around that time. I was going like really late. Like I was like at the gym at like 10 p.m. Or like 10 30 at night. <laughs> Not for me. And then like, going home and going to sleep and getting up at 7 a.m. Yeah, but like, and like that sounds crazy to me, but also waking up at 5 a.m. sounds crazy to some other people. I you know? Okay, so like, Mindset wise, in 2019, when I got my real estate license, I went to a program called Bold, which is a seven week Keller Williams like training boot camp thing. And it's mostly, it's not so much anymore, but it it was mainly mindset and then it was cold calling. Then they kind of switched the curriculum up. There's still mindset stuff in it, but at the time it was like heavy mindset. And somebody, um, the coach was like talking about like the Miracle Morning like book. And then he was like, saying somebody should start the 5 a.m club and like somebody I was friends with stood up and was like I want to do that (laughs) and for whatever reason I also stood up okay so we were all in this group chat for the seven weeks we had to wake up at 5 a.m every single day and we were in the group chat and if we didn't like check in at 5 a.m we had to donate a hundred dollars to kw cares and I got up at 5 a.m all the time and the best part about it was I don't think I would do 5 a.m. again, maybe something like relatively close to that time. But the best part was I didn't always go to the gym at 5 a.m. I would just do nothing, but I would be up. Like I would like watch a show on Netflix and not feel guilty that I was taking time away from my business or like my day or like feel behind on something or like like put a show on and like fold laundry or something at 5 a.m. And I felt like I was like – gaining extra time in my day well that's like the big part of it for me like now waking up at 5 a.m I can't imagine not waking up at 5 a.m because of the amount of time that I have like I still feel like there needs to be more hours in the day and I wake up at 5 a.m and I'm typically not yeah I don't I'm not the greatest we're still working on the sleep situation um (laughs) (laughs) there's you can manifest that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I use a sleep meditation every night. Okay. Um, so I'll talk about that in a second. But I need to like – I've been over the last few weeks trying to like set a bedtime of like 11 p.m. I have the thing on my phone that says wind down at 10 and bedtime's at 11. Nice. And I don't always do it, but yeah. it helps. But like, you know, even then it's still not <laughs> – Yeah. I'm getting six hours of sleep then, you know. So yeah. like realistically, I mean, I would love to get seven or eight hours of sleep. But just it's kind of something that like I've allowed myself to do for the time being because I know like this is grind time for me. Yeah. And, you know, it's not just, you know, especially with what we do, like our hours are not nine to five. Right. We work when other people are available. So um, (laughs) it's true, (laughs) you know, especially like as a loan officer. I mean, I would take calls at 10 o'clock at night and then have to work through a full file, you know. I feel like. Good loan officers will answer the phone at that time of night. And I think it's, I think you guys do it more than we do. Yeah. Listen, there's been plenty of times where I'd answer the phone at 10, 11, whatever at night for a client that I think deserves it. Right. Um, Or it's like, I'm awake and it's like, it's not a big deal for me to do it. Yeah. But I think setting expectations with that is like definitely really important in our business. And like what I always say is banks are closed. So, like, there's no real emergency that I have to tend to at 9.30 at night. Now, with you guys, it's a little bit different because, like, let's say you have closing the next day and, like, this person needs a hand in this document or, like, something has to happen or I don't know. Like, I think there's a little bit of leeway with that with lenders and I just find that my lending partners 
that are hustlers and like are not like big banks, like yeah. not a nine to five, like it's like more their right. business, will answer the phone later at night. And there are sometimes where it's necessary, but at the same time, it's like. I feel like we almost like, especially me, you know, I'm, I'm not, my bosses have 20 and 25 years experience in this right. industry, right? They're, they're not taking phone calls at 10 o'clock at night, most likely. But for somebody who's like trying to build a name for themselves, like it speaks volumes when you are able to take a 10 o'clock at night phone call when yeah. like the banks won't. Right. right. So like that sets us aside from, yeah. the, right. Exactly. So I feel like that's kind of why I had done that. Um, because I always was looking for new ways, like to set my side myself apart from other people and other banks and stuff like that. And yeah. for me, it was the time that I was willing to put in, you know? Yeah. So speaking of time, what something I really struggle with and I'm not going to say the T word, but I am doing better at, and I'm working at doing better at, is the healthy eating side of things. And I think the biggest problem with that is my time blocking with prepping my food. Slash I hate cooking. So So, (laughs) it's just kind of a problem. (laughs) Now in business development, like my part of my value add to my realtors is like sitting down and goal planning going through like, how are we going to schedule your social media? And one of the big things that I do with them is time blocking because it's not just time blocking your business. It's time blocking your life. Yeah. Like I live by my calendar. Yeah. You have to actually in the past like week or two, I've had a few people like I'm celebrating Hanukkah tomorrow night with my friend Annika in Annika with Annika (laughs) (laughs) in um, Jersey. Yeah. (laughs) And she was like, what day are we doing this again? And I'm like, I need you to have Google Calendar. Right. Like, this is on my calendar, and I need you to not forget that we have this. Yeah. So, like, can you download the app? I know you have a Gmail account. Right. So, like, send me an invite. And yeah. I've sent that to a couple people, like, oh, can you send me an invite for this? And they're like, this isn't business. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, you like, just need it on your calendar. Do you want me to show up? Like, there's a lot of shit going <laughs> right, on. Right, And, exactly. like, I'm not saying that I'm too busy for life, but, like, I forget. Like, no, it's, just send me something to remind me. It's true. But no, so I, I mean, as far as like, how do I time block for my prep, even outside of prep, like, I'm not going to lie. I've always been messy in my room. I have a lot of clothes. So they usually the end up on the that chair. I you today? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I meant to say disregard the mess yeah. behind me. But like the last two weeks, like I've made it part of like my plan for this next year that like I really want to be better with my room because like I do believe like I would get anxiety going into my room to sleep at night. And like I wouldn't want to spend any time in my room because it was messy, you know. And so I'm like, OK, well, I need to set aside time every weekend on Sunday. Like Sunday is just my like day to do my <clears throat> shit. You I want to do that too. And so I do like I clean. I do laundry. And meal prep, so food shopping and prep. Like my Sundays are booked. If you want to know if I'm busy on a Sunday, the answer is yes. <laughs> Don't ask me to do something. Um, I've been, and if and if I do have something come up on a Sunday, then I switch that to a Saturday. Yeah. Like you, ha- there's like a give and take. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like so that's why again for me, like my time is very valuable. I ha- I have to make sure that I plan. And people think I'm crazy because I'm like, listen, like we need to get something down on the calendar. Like any of my friends who are trying to hang out with me, I'm like, no, no, like let's schedule. We're not saying like, oh yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Like, well, we'll do that when and what time. You know? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I mean, last night I it took me. Between food shopping and prep, probably about three hours. This episode is sponsored by Tri-City Mechanical. For quick results with leaking faucets, clogged drains, broken pipes, new heating, or air conditioning, you can count on Tri-City Mechanical to arrive quickly and fix or replace the problem. Licensed and insured, Tri-City provides plumbing services, drain cleaning, all of your HVAC needs, and more. Tri-City services North and South Jersey, along with Bucks County and Philadelphia, and is available 24-7 by calling 609-323-7563. So on one of these episodes, I talked about how I despise doing open houses. Okay. I really don't like doing them. And I can always sit in on one with you. Sure. Um, (laughs) I recently made a conscious decision to start doing them again. Yeah. Even though I hate it. Um, we're not going to talk negatively on this episode. Um, I love open houses. They are so great. Um, well, but that's another thing with manifesting too, because you think that you hate open houses right now, but if open houses brought you a lot of business, then you probably would like them more. 
Yes. So it's really all like <laughs> yes, how you speak it too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like speaking things into existence as well. So I think what I will plan on doing for into the new year is maybe 11 to one open house on Sunday and then go food shopping directly from the open house and then come back, unload. Love that. Put clothes in the wash, start cooking while that's happening. Like yeah. kind of multitask through my Sunday. And I feel like people think that like prep takes so long, like realistically three hours for food shopping and prep is not a ton. And I've probably done it in two. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'm just somebody who like I genuinely I don't dislike food shopping. Like I like it. I I love food and being <laughs> healthy and stuff. So like I take my time when I'm in the food store. I'm not like running through the aisles to like get out of there, you yeah. know, Um and as far as prep, there are so many different outlets of different like recipes and things like it can be so simple. It doesn't need to be like this crazy thing. Um, I feel like a lot of people who think about prep have it misconstrued because they're like, oh, well, I don't want to be eating the same thing every day. Well, you don't have to. Then you'll just prep three different meals, but a little bit less of each meal. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you're not I think people think you have thing. to do it in bulk for some reason, no. like just cook whatever you want. Right. And a lot of the times too, like if you're not somebody who likes to prep then, and you do cook dinner, then cook more of your dinner so that you can have it for lunch the next yeah. day. So you actually know? what I was thinking about doing is, um, I've been doing HelloFresh. Okay. Because whatever, I don't want to talk about it, but it's just easy and prepared <laughs> for you. Yeah. I just don't like cooking. I'm trying to like cooking and I don't like it. <laughs> anyway, what I was thinking about is what I've always done with HelloFresh is each meal is for two people, but instead I'm going to order Instead of ordering like five meals that are two people meals, I'm just yeah. going to order like two or three meals for four people. Smart. And then you'll have left the over. next day will be lunch or like whatever it is. Yeah. Um. So I think that's what I'm going to start doing in the new year as well. Um. Because those are like actually pretty healthy. It's actually it's pretty good for the most part. You get to pick I've them. Heard good things. Like the there's a couple that they sent me that I didn't pick out that I did are not healthy. Like okay. It's like flatbread and something else. Right. Right. Um. But for the most part. They're actually, like, pretty good. So I think that's what I'm going to start doing. But that's why I brought that up because I feel like as business owners, people in sales, people that have the more flexibility as far as, like, creating your own schedule, which never leads to you doing less. It always leads to you doing more. Yeah. Um, struggle with that eating healthy and not doing fast food because they're, like, in between appointments or whatever the case may be. That was yeah. a big conversation when I first got into the business. I remember – the owner of the office that I was at was like, I, if I run myself ragged and I don't have a schedule and I don't like set expectations, like I'm eating McDonald's for lunch or I'm eating Annie Ann's or like whatever. The That's heck's. a choice. Correct. <laughs> Correct. No. It is totally a choice. Yeah. He was just saying like, I don't give myself the time. Right. Like I'm not respecting myself and like putting myself in the mindset where I'm allowing myself to have a lunch, yeah. which leads to me getting something because I'm just so hungry in between yeah. appointments. Like there's days where I don't eat like all oh, day yeah. long because I just don't set aside time for it. And it's so disrespectful to yourself, to yourself. and your mindset. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's why I was, that's why I brought that up because, well, I mean, I, I definitely struggle with it. The still. last two weeks I got back on my shit, but the three prior, I, I'm pretty sure I didn't eat lunch like all three weeks because I just didn't have my prep there. And then I just get caught up in the day. And next thing I know, it's three o'clock. And, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I guess I miss lunch, you know. Yeah, but I do it all the time. Like 2.30 rolls around and I'm like, haven't eaten a single thing. Yeah. But like as far as like, you know, the guy who says, oh, well, I, I go out and get McDonald's. Well, it's like there's other options also, like especially now, yeah. maybe not, you know, years ago. But like now there are definitely better options. I eat Honey Girl all the time, Chipotle, a quick bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like you have the ability to make that cognizant decision to yeah. either eat healthier or to not, you yeah. know? So like it's whether or not you want to and how serious you are about it in yeah. my mind. You well, know? that's like the mindset thing yeah. again. Like change the way you look at things and things you look at change. Like if yeah. you do what you always done, get what you always gotten. Like if I just eat the same way, I'm not going to change the way yeah. I feel or whatever. I have a gluten allergy that I've been like trying so, no, scratch that. <laughs> I haven't been trying at all. I have been wanting to be better with, Yeah. although I love food mm -hmm. that contains gluten. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard 
like no excuse it's just like i enjoy it and it's hard like i like chicken parm like and like i'm sorry but gluten-free panko breadcrumbs or like any of these made up fake breadcrumbs are not the same it is not the same. It it's good, but it's not the same as I if think I it go also to an Italian restaurant and the it. guy that's cooking it is, you know, they what's it called when um they make the chicken really thin before they cook it with the mallet. Pound it out? <laughs> no. It's not what it is. It's called a ty- there's a word for it. God damn it. Where's Brendan when you need him? <laughs> Can we phone a friend? No. <laughs> yeah. um, no, there's a word for it. But anyway, if you have like the perfect consistency, yeah. perfect amount of breadcrumbs, mozzarella with Parmesan and sauce together yeah. cooked perfectly. Like that is my favorite. Yes. So the metal mallet is what you're talking about when they smash yeah. the chicken. I mean, they're just tenderizing it. Tenderizing. No, no that's, that's what, what There's that's an what Italian Google term. Says. An Italian uh, pounded thin chicken okay i'll look into it okay when i worked at <laughs> one of the italian restaurants that i worked at we had a dish that was called know this My polo mom's- something 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 and there was a term that meant pounded thin anyway by the way a double, the double l is actually a y pollo <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm not of any descent <laughs> <laughs> like oh, um let me just go to our notes real quick because I know we're like, I, we've covered a lot of things that I want to talk about, but I'll yeah. just like go over them so we can like touch on any of the things. Um, anything specific in your daily habit or routine that you want? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so like other than obviously, like I said, like waking up, which for me, a lot of people will wake up and like do all of the other things like in the beginning of their day so that they don't have to worry about them later. I'm a little bit opposite where like my beginning of the day is either working out and or working out myself and training somebody else and then cooking my breakfast, getting ready and heading into work. Yeah. My night is where I do all of my things. So like my manifestation, my journaling, I have like a separate notebook that I like. I really want to journal. I really want to force myself to just do it. You have to. So for me, like part of manifesting, like for me, it's meditation first, journaling, and then speaking into existence. So like, for example, I've been trying to recruit this kid. And, well, not kid. He's a man. I was going to say, we always say this kid. He's like 40. (laughs) He's not 40, but um, I won't mention any names. Yeah, yeah. Um, Don't do that. But he, you know, he had reached out to me, um, had heard about us through somebody else. And, like, as soon as I got off that phone call with him, I, like, did a meditation where I, like, cleared all my thoughts, like, wanted to attract, you know, good energy. I journaled about it. And we had set up a a following meeting. So like in that journal and with manifestation too, you have to be specific. Okay. So I was like, this person from this meeting is going to come out and join our team. So you're not questioning it. You're. No, I'm stating. Stating it. Stating. Can't question. It has to be like. It's like, it's not I want, it's this person will. Yes, exactly. And um, we ended up going on that meeting and from that meeting, there was a follow-up meeting. And so again, I did my meditation. Yeah. I journaled and then I forgot this on the last one, but spoke it out into existence. So like physically saying out loud, yeah. like multiple times in a row and then just sitting with it. And I love it. I got the phone call on Saturday that he's joining our team. That's amazing. Yeah. Congrats. High Thanks. five. Great job. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. But like, so for me again, like the, some people might not be into meditating, right? Cause some people are like, I get more lost in my thought or whatever, but again, yeah. it's the way that you think about it. So like, if you're going into something being like, I just get lost in my thought, you're probably going to get lost in your thought. Yeah. Whereas like, if you're telling yourself before you go into the meditation, like I'm going to use this time to relax, I'm going to use this time to clear my thoughts, you know, get everything in line, then you're probably going to be able to meditate a little bit better. I love it. I love um, it so much. And then, yeah, it's just... A lot of people have been doing the journaling, like, in my life. And I don't know why I just... 
It is I think it's, so it's, important. It's interesting in the beginning. If you're not used to doing it, you're like not really sure what you want to say. Well, yeah. So I like think that's, that's, but also that's part of the self-talk. Like it's part of that. Yes. But like journaling, journaling is literally whatever you want it to be. Like I specifically have journals for different things. So yeah. like one journal, I'll like journal about my day. And then like another journal is like kind of like my manifesting journal. And then like, what do you say about your day? Why are you laughing? <laughs> like, like, is it like, I went to the store today? Or like, is it like feelings? Like, is it like, are you using it as like an emotional, like? It's an outlet. Yeah. Outlet? So like, I mean, again, you could go through your day and there could be good things. There could be negative things that come yeah. up, you know? And I'm like, it's my way of like working through the feelings that I'm having throughout the day. Yeah. So again, like you might not think if you're not, if you're somebody who doesn't really think deep into things, yeah. you're probably having a hard time journaling because like you're not taking any significance from your activities throughout yeah. the day. But like I'm sense. a super deep thinker. And <laughs> so I l- literally <laughs> think into everything that I do, you yeah. know? And so when I go home at night, I feel like I have so much to write, you know, whereas, but again, when I first started, I didn't know how to go about it. And yeah. like I I didn't really know. I was kind of like, my day was this, this, yeah. and this, you know. But I think I just need to do it. It's growing through it. Yeah. Like you can't in, in nothing. It's not like there's like a perfect way to journal. It's what makes sense for you, yeah. you know. Like how are you getting benefit out of it? And it's weird because I feel like men like don't think that they can journal. Or like not that they don't think that they can journal, but like don't think that they can like benefit from journaling. And I will tell you the people who I've like the men specifically who I've turned on to journaling have like completely changed their mindsets. One of my a really good friend of mine who I also wanted to have on for mindset. I wish he was here with us because it probably would have been really good perspective with all three of us. But he um, is probably the only male that I know that journals like religiously. And he is like he's very successful in his field. He does a lot of um, like currency trading and crypto investing and stuff like that. And I guess like from the beginning of time, he's always journaled. And that's like a really big part of his mindset about being very like positive. Cause that's like something where like anything in like stocks or like investing like that, you're dealing with the emotional like ups and downs. And so like, I think journaling is like very important with that. Um, But yeah, I mean, like I have friends, like I, I see a therapist like once a month and like, not no shame, but I also no, have like great. male friends that have said that they want to and they're like, ah, but they it's not really going to do anything. Right. And, I, and like, no, not to be like pointing out gender things, like whatever. We don't need to get into that. But um, I could see why men like well, there's like away from always it. been such a stigma, especially right. with men on yeah. like mental health. Like, and oh, stuff. I'm, not, I'm not doing a diary. It's not right. a diary. Yeah. But I think it is it's important. It's a journal. <laughs> it's different. It's different. You don't need to like. Bleh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even if it is, like, it's it's what you're labeling it to be. Yeah. Like people, oh, it's, it's I'm not having a diary. Well, if you want to call it a diary, go ahead. But it could just be a notebook that you're writing in. Yeah. Also, you know, I think like, it would be pretty cool if I had this for like my future fam, like my kids or like grandkids so what was grandma jewel thinking when she was like mid into the beginning of her career my one my one guy friend who does journal religiously does practice meditation and manifestation and stuff like that he like specifically has a journal like for his future kids yeah and like lessons that he takes out of his days that he wants that. to pass on. And I just thought that that was like the coolest thing because I have always looked at it like I remember going. Th- I mean, my mom's from Italy. So, you know, when she came here, she brought all her stuff over here and like yeah. everybody had like, you know, boxes that they like pick through whatever, like when you're kids and like seeing all the pictures and stuff like that. Like that was one of my favorite things. Like I yeah. am a memory box girl. Like I love that I shit. I can see that. And so, like, (laughs) I've always, like, pictured, like, being able to put my journals in there and stuff and, you know. And um, I think that it just gives a way into, like, them learning a little bit more about you. But, again, that's all through, like, you initially learning through yourself. Yeah. You know? I like that. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, 
side note, like a big Grey's Anatomy fan. And like, I know I'm Don't not- Don't get me started, same. I'm not, I know I'm not a surgeon that's like changing <laughs> lives and like making new practices of yeah. whatever. But when the, I'm sorry, if this is a spoiler alert, you're like 10 years late. So I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm not, I'm not, I don't care. Yeah. Um, when she like finds, when Meredith finds the journals of like the different phases of like her mom's life yep. before she passed on and like talking about like, this is the feeling I had. And then like, this is what I was doing here. And during yeah. this time, like I was like working towards this award and I was doing this, like that. I know it's like made up, but that whole idea of like being able to leave that on for someone yeah. I think also pushes me to want to do the whole like journaling thing. As it should. But we're not going to talk about Grey's Anatomy because if you I, like Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> we'll be here for a very long time. Should we just start a new podcast just on this? No. Um, okay. Daily habits and routine. We talked about that. We talked about manifesting. Um, we talked about meal prepping, struggling with time management. We talked about that. The last thing I had on here, if we got to it, was how you think working out works with um, – like how you think physically working out helps with your mindset and like your daily like well-being because so, it's not just about like physically it's about no, mentally too it's more mentally yeah. for me in all honesty um that's kind of where i think my journey started yeah of like all of this because i think that it can all correlate if you want it to um but for me when i first got into the gym like i grew up I grew up very shy and then like, you know, my dad had like kind of like pushed me out of my comfort zone. Like I specifically remember being the girl who like didn't want to go up to get a straw at Wendy's. Got it. And my dad was like, nope. And I would be like, can you go get that for me, dad? And he's like, mm, no, you can go get it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, I don't need a straw. I'll just take the lid off, you know, like in oh my, my mind. Gosh. And he's like, no, no now you'll go get to. a straw, you know? <laughs> And so, um, you know, I'd say probably in like high school, I started like breaking out of my shell a little bit. Um, and, but like, I was always very like positive still, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, in college was when I started like suffering from anxiety yeah. and like, didn't know how to deal with it. Um, you know, I had a long distance boyfriend at the time and he was just not good for me at all. Not it. <laughs> not it. Um, but like he, along with like my workload, just like really like the anxiety started to creep in. And then when I came home and, you know, it was like eight months of trying to find a job. And then I've told you guys about all the yeah. job changes I've had. So I feel like I just had really struggled with finding an outlet for my yeah. anxiety. And, um, I joined Edge and I ended up getting a personal trainer when I first joined there and he helped me a ton. I always like to say, and like my girlfriend who I train now, she's like, you're my second therapist. Like as much as I'm not getting paid for that, but you know, it's, it's a way for me to, to like, to help other people also helps myself. Like yeah. I learn and grow through them, you know? So like, Again, the gym was really like the first thing for me that allowed me to like clear my mind. Like that was my space. I when I was in the gym, like I had my headphones on and or I was like working out with somebody who was just like on my same vibe, you know, like yeah. somebody who was there to like get shit done, you know, and um that's what like helped me clear my mind. And then from there, like I said it's really just been like continuing to learn and grow and try to be like the best version of myself, but I would say for anybody, like activity, whether you're going to the gym or you're taking a walk around your neighborhood, like it is so imperative for your mental health and your physical health to be active. Yeah. I think that's, it's, for me, I was always, I played sports. Like I was yeah. always an active person. And then like when you don't play when you're in college, you kind of fall into that like weird spot yeah. where like, are you going to go to the gym? Like what's your thing? And so- um, when I got into real estate, that was another part of it. Like I had a lot of, there was education, there was mindset, there was other stuff. And a part of that was being healthy and like taking care of yourself and working out. And I'm like thankful that that was like a conversation that was brought up, but it's always been a big thing. Like, oh, if you're successful, you have to like be successful in your personal life as far as yeah. like maintaining, like you can't just run yourself ragged and like right. not be healthy and not work out. Yeah. You're going to die. 
Well, and again, too, like for people who are busy, like I feel like sometimes if they're not somebody who works out generally, they're like, oh, well, I have to take like 30 minutes to an hour of my day to work out. You You won't realize it until you actually start implementing it, that it is going to give you so much more energy to do things efficiently throughout your day. Yeah. I definitely, actually for the first time in a long time, I worked out in the morning the other day and I had a really great day. And I also was like not really tired at the end of the day when I was done on my work. I think I got done around 4.30 and I was contemplating going Again? Yeah. That happens to (laughs) me I don't really have anything to do. Yeah. So I might as well go to the gym. I know. But I know, I think as like excuse-based, I- Don't like going in the morning because getting ready for the day is a lot for me. Like, I don't, I'm not like big, I don't wear makeup. I don't do any of that. But like washing and drying my hair and styling it takes a lot of time for me. And so that was always my pushback of why I go at night because it's like, okay, I come home and like take a shower, wash my hair and like I'm good. And I can wake up the next day and just style my hair and go to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um my excuse was always like, I don't want to go in the morning because I'd have to get up even earlier to provide more time to do all the things. And like, I'm not going to go to the gym and not wash my hair because like, I just can't do that. Right. I won't do that. Like I just, some people can do it and it's fine. And their hair is fine. (laughs) There's definitely been a time where I have gone and maybe just like walked on the treadmill or like ran or did like legs or something where I like didn't really like sweat that much right so like i'll just come home and like shower and not wash my hair but yeah and i'm just saying that was like a big pushback for me however moving into 2023 i'm just gonna get up earlier because you yeah. can have reasons or results but and you can't have both well exactly and i i think that you brought up a very significant word which is the excuse yeah which you can literally find an excuse for anything that you want to it's how bad do you want the other end of it you know like just do it. Like, yeah, I can be, do or have anything. Yeah. Like I was just in a meeting today and this kid was like, uh, we were talking about like social planning for him. And, um, he like doesn't post really at all right now, Mm -hmm. not really much on stories and or on his actual feed. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, like we'll do baby steps. I'm like, we'll do two posts a week. And I'm, you want you consistently posting on your story every day. And he's like, oh, there's no like in between here. Like, I don't, I can't do that. And I was just like, no, impossible isn't real. You can do whatever you want. But like, it's not that much. You no, it's not that much at all. (laughs) You know, but in between of one. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But sorry. (laughs) No, but in all reality, like, again, like part of my girlfriend's brand, like one of her other designs is impossible and isn't real, which like, I it's a mindset. It's a mindset. Everything is the way that you think about it. And like perception is reality, you know? So like the way that you're looking at it is the way that it's going to be. And I like now, the more that I start to practice all of these things, like don't even get me into talking about energies because like, that's a whole other thing. Like speaking positively, <laughs> like is going to attract more positivity, yeah. you know? And like, not for nothing, but a lot of the people who are like the negative Nancys of the world and like just constantly downers, they, they tend to have bad things happen to them. Like, you know, it's, and, or they're just like, I don't know. They're just kind of exemplifying like what they're putting out there. Like, you know, I totally am a much nicer and more patient person since I've changed my like self-talk and like eliminated negative thoughts. Yeah. Like just when I feel myself complaining or talking, speaking negatively about something, I immediately like try, I immediately catch myself. Yeah. I catch myself a ton. working on not saying the word (laughs) T-R-Y. That's part of my uh, positive. Okay better manifesting yeah. self-talk. Well, like even when I hurt my leg, everybody was like coming up to me like, oh my God, that sucks. Like <laughs> this and that. They're just like all these negative things, but like not for nothing, a lot of the way that I think about things had changed since yeah. I got hurt. And that was a struggle against your positive thinking. Like right. you and didn't just say like, oh, it's fine. Like you definitely had like a trial of like, I have to work on myself to just get through this. You know what's so weird though? I think I was the most positive I've ever been 
like after I yeah. got hurt. Like all of my friends, again, everybody was coming up to me and saying all these negative things, but the people like my girlfriend Mara and my cousin Lucia who like see me on a weekly basis and or if not every day that we're talking, yeah. like they were almost blown away themselves. Like, oh my gosh, like you've been ridiculously positive. You also like, just like I, manifested a quick recovery. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still in, rec- I have about another four months of recovery, yeah. you know, but like I never stopped going to the gym. I stayed in, like, I've been the most regimented I've ever been yeah. throughout that recovery, you know, and I think it speaks volumes for how I did recover, you yeah. know, but everything is, everything's what you think and what you want to make of it. And when I got hurt, not for nothing, but I saw Brendan go through three ACL recoveries right. and he was depressed as they come, you know, and he'll tell you about it too. But when I found out that I had torn my ACL, I was like, I can't, that's not an option for me. Like the year prior, I had like kind of crawled out of this like dark hole myself. Yeah. And I was just like, it's not an option. Like I'm not going down that road again. And I just made the cognizant decision that I was going to be as positive as I could and really manifest that I was going to make the most out of for me, it was an opportunity, you know? Yeah. It was I mean, a new I think challenge. I you did, I followed all of your posts as far as like going through that experience. And yeah. I definitely think I would not have handled it as good as you did. Like I second, like, you know, you talk about having like secondhand embarrassment. I like had secondhand like <laughs> sadness. <laughs> like I was like, I genuinely was like that, like I feel bad. And like, yeah. I don't want to say like, oh, that sucks. Cause that's like what everybody was saying. Like, right. Like, when, when it happened, I was just like, I can't imagine like with everything that I'm doing, like having to like deal with that hurdle. Yeah. So like, that's as far as like how I was feeling about that. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. I got into a car accident (laughs) right before I was about to leave for triple play. That's like a whole other thing. I just got my car. I've been driving my car for like two months, you know, and people are like, like, thankfully you were like, Thankfully, I was fine. Yeah, of yeah. course. Um, Besides a little busted lip. I was going to say, busted lip. My <laughs> neck and my back have been a little, eh. I'm going to start going to PT for that too. Yeah. But it's just another, you know, it's another thing. And it's all the way that you think about it. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to come out of it better. Like, I think I definitely am much better at that, like, these days. Yeah. I remember, like, if something negative happened, like, I would just be like. It's always a destroyed. why me, you yeah. know? And it's like. And I'm just, I let things roll off. Yeah. a lot better than I used to. I will also say that I don't know when this started. I can't really like pinpoint it, but my, I have like no road rage like, at all. <laughs> Me and my sister were just talking about this on the way over here. You're really I had an old man <laughs> get out of his car at a stoplight and physically come into my window and be like, did you not come out? <laughs> I can only no. I was just like, okay, sir, have a great day. You know, like I, I'm not going even something as small as that. Like I'm not going to let that ruin my day. He was trying to act like I was like tailgating him and this and that. And then because he had to get out of his car and come and say something to me, everybody was waiting behind me when the light turned green because the old man couldn't get back into his car. And I'm just like, I feel bad for him. So, you know, I do feel bad for him. Like that's just a shame that you have that much built up anger. I just, in the city, like the other day, I was like really late for something I wanted to do. And it wasn't like an appointment. It was just like, I was behind on my own schedule. Like what if things I wanted to get done and it was the inevitable, like there was just traffic and it is what it is. Like you live in the city. What am I going to do? Be mad about it. Yeah. Or like another thing is I can't tell you the last time I honked at someone like sitting at the light. Like, it's just like whatever they're doing is it's not enough for me to honk. Like whatever they're doing in in front of me, whether it's texting or grabbing something or doing something for their kid or whatever it is like, I'm not worried about it and I'm fine and I'm exactly where I need to be at this time. Yeah. And I just like, people are like, my people that know me are like, are you good? They're like, are you okay? Right. Like, I'm like, I don't care. I know. What's going to, what's, what's, who cares? Brendan always tells me, he's like, you know, you have a horn. I'm like, yeah, I, I know that. We're not going to turn this into talking shit on Brendan. However, that man definitely yells at old ladies. Oh, he does. He's going to be so mad I said does. that, but he definitely does. Oh, for sure. But he has road rage. Yeah. And it's funny because he's a positive thinker, right? Like, <laughs> he, he can be. He can be. I think he de- he's one of those people. I love him to death. Sorry, Brennan, but kind of blowing up your shit. He's somebody who, like, keeps a lot in and hides behind a smile sometimes. 
But for the most part, yes, he yeah. is a positive thinker, especially like he's always on when he's around people. Yeah. But and like, he's very he good at building other people up yes. and encouraging other people to think that way. I definitely think like I could see where you too, again, if you don't know us personally, this is her brother that was on the podcast, <laughs> probably episode like four or five, if you want to go back and look at it. Um, yeah. I tell him that he needs to do a little bit more of like the self-fulfilling practices to like get to a better place. Because I think that as somebody who is like just trying to constantly build other people up, like I've yeah. been there before where like I never did practices for myself and I was always just a people pleaser. So I was like really trying to do anything that was going to help other people. And I was always positive around other people, but like I was struggling on the inside when yeah. I would get back home, you know, when I was with my own thoughts and nobody else was around, that's what nobody else sees, you know? Um, but it wasn't until I started doing all of these things and really practicing, you know, manifesting and journaling and all of the things that I started seeing the biggest change, you know? Yeah, I think it, the self-talk is like the biggest thing. Yeah, for sure. For me at least. Um, well, we've been talking for a long time now, <laughs> like <laughs> real long, way longer than I normally do, I think. Probably a lot as long as Kevin Toll's episode. I don't know. Okay, well, whatever. Um, anyways, we're going to wrap it up for today. We'll probably have you come back at some point. We did talk a, a decent amount of mindset stuff, which I'm glad yep. we got to. Um, if you Do you want to drop your socials? Yeah, it's um, Marissa A. Carey. So it's M-A-R-I-S-A-A-C-A-R-E-Y. <laughs> I'm so bad. Like when I start spelling things, I'm like, am I spelling this right? Like <laughs> saying it out loud like that. Um, if you're not following me already, it's J-U-L underscore the realtor on Instagram, J-U-L the realtor, no underscore on TikTok. You can find this podcast on all of your favorite streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, all the things. We're also on YouTube and that's pretty much it for today. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.